Hi, I'm producer Kevin. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're blessed by this podcast, please subscribe or follow us on Spotify. Once you're subscribed, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest podcasts. In this episode, Pastor Tom is looking at the spiritual reasons why it seems almost everyone in our world has their crosshairs on Israel. As we look at everything that's happening right now in this world, and then we focus in on the current events going on in Israel, it can cause somebody to wonder, why are all these things happening over in the land of Israel? Is it the fault of the Jews over there? Is it the fault of the Palestinians? As we watch the missiles that are constantly being launched against Israel. In fact, there's many people that even take part of a Christian church and they will say, all of this is the Jews' fault. And then there's others on the other side of the spectrum and say, no, it's not the Jews' fault, it's the Muslims' fault. So what's really going on? Well, I can tell you this, it's a spiritual battle. It's a battle that's being played out physically, but it's a spiritual battle. This is what the Bible says. In Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says this, The Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. But through you, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. So God says to Abram, here's the promise, I am going to bless you, and this is what I'm going to do. I am going to make you a great nation. That was the promise of a covenant that God was going to have with Abram. And then you go through the book of Genesis. You go to chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and God starts to show the covenant, what the deals are that he is making with him. He says, I'm going to give you this land, and this is how we're going to do it. When God uh, talked to Abram, when Abram and Lot had an issue with each other and they had to separate from each other, Abram says to Lot, Lot, go wherever you want. And Lot picks the area of Sodom and Gomorrah and, and, and Abraham's sitting there going, man, Lot picked the best looking land out of everything. And God basically said, listen, Abe, you don't have to worry about this. Look where you're looking. All the land that you see, the places that you go, I am going to give this land to you the north the south the east and the west and then as you follow through with that covenant god confirms the covenant with abram when god puts abram to sleep and abram has a has a dream and abram had to uh, slice the animals in two he sliced them down the middle and they were a sacrifice and god put abram to sleep and when abram was asleep Then God walked through the midst of the sacrifice and consumed the sacrifice. And God had, in effect, what he had done is he had confirmed the covenant and he had ratified the covenant. Abram, I'm giving you this land. Here's my promise. Now I'm going to confirm it. Now I'm going to ratify it. And God was letting Abram know that this covenant is from me, my name is on it, my word is on it, and God also told Abram, this covenant is a forever covenant. It's a covenant to you and to all of your descendants after you. So who would the descendants be? The descendants would be the Jewish people, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and all the descendants after him. And then as you follow through with this promise that God made to Abram, you get to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy, God says this, if you obey me to the Jewish people, the, uh, the Israelites, if you obey me, I will bless you. But if you disobey my word, this is what's going to happen. I will scatter you to the four corners of the earth, and everywhere I scatter you, you will become a byword. And as you look at what's happened with the Jewish people throughout the centuries, 
centuries, Old Testament, and on into today, everywhere they've been scattered, they have become a byword. We see anti-Semitism as people have constantly attacked the Jewish people, not just biblical history, but also secular history. So God said, this is what's going to happen. You will become that byword anti-Semitism. However, in the last days, I will bring you back into the land, or regardless of what everybody else says. And we see that taking place. Back in the 1800s, we saw the official start of the Zionist movement. And then you march into the 1900s, and then you get to 1948, and Israel is recognized as a nation again, uh, again a nation for the Jewish people. Zionism. And so you march from 1948 to 1967, the Jews have Jerusalem again. But God said, this is the way it's going to be. And then, also check this out, in Ezekiel chapter 36, God says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to gather you back in the land. And I'm not going to do it because you are better people. I'm not going to do it because you are obedient. I'm not going to do it because you are more loving. In fact, you profaned my name everywhere you went. But here's the deal. I had a covenant. My name is on this covenant. I promised Abraham that my, and my word is good, that I have given the Jewish people this land forever for their descendants, for his descendants. And this covenant is a forever covenant. I will bring you back into the land. So we look at that officially 1940. 48, the Jews are back in the land. The problem is this. The Messiah is going to return. He's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem, and Satan knows that, and Satan hates that. What Satan believes is that if I can eliminate the Jewish people from the land, then I can prove that God is a liar. If I can remove the Jews from this world, I can prove that God is a liar. The Messiah will not be able to return to the Jewish people. He will not rule and reign from Jerusalem because I will own Jerusalem. Hence, the Antichrist will demand that he gets worshipped on in the new temple that is coming that's going to be on the Temple Mount. So you put everything together, we realize it's a spiritual battle. Hence, that's why we see all of these things going on. What we are watching is demonically inspired to eliminate the Jewish people. That's why we see all of the anti-Zionism things that are happening and why there's anti-Semitism because the enemy wants to get rid of the Jews, prove God a liar, and Satan doesn't want to be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. But guess what? Jesus wins and Satan is going to be eliminated. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.